Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, before I do all of the uh, things that we need to do to begin the show, so how is it that you get a part in a play and you're <laughs> dressed as a tomato? <laughs> Doug Oster, please explain. Off the record is an annual play that uh, raises money for the Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Right. Um, you know, a lot of the former PG people that I've worked with over these years write it. You know, they are part of the team that writes it and created this, you know, way back when. And one of the people just re- reached out to me and said, would you like to be a narrator in, in this? And all, all my job was was to connect the skits, not skits, but sketches and music. Uh, which the real actors and the real yeah, but you had to read live though, right? Yeah, it's no big deal. And then I got uh, no. She the director is was just awesome. I mean, just awesome to because I was terrified, little scared newbie, and she turned me into somebody to be comfortable on stage. And yes, I was. It was the, it was all scary stuff. So I was a killer tomato. <laughs> it's the the same outfit that I pay my daughter twenty five bucks to wear at like the tomato oh, and garlic festival. Stephanie, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So people were saying like, you should keep that costume. Well, it's mine. I, you you own the costume? Yeah, yeah. I've been using that costume. My one kid, he's thirty five. He was like fourteen and he wore it. So it's been a long time I've had that costume. Well, you, you know? can still fit into it. That's something to be proud of. Uh, not really, Rob. I so, mean, it's just, it's giant. It's, giant. Yeah. So did they cast this on Hollywood and Vine, being that you were a tomato? <laughs> I mean, so what's it like being up there under the stage lights and reading? All you can see is the spotlight. Yeah. You can't see one other thing. So how they did it was- Where uh, was this at, by the way? The Biome. Oh, nice. A beautiful theater. Top shelf. Beautiful theater. Uh, and so they we re- had to rehearse a lot. Like every night I was at rehearsal and thank goodness I was because I was out of my element. The people that are like doing the actual show are like real actors and real singers and, and doing like musical numbers. Pros. Only, you know, funny musical numbers, you know, about politics and stuff, you know. Yeah, there was satire. A, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And Ken Rice is Ooh, he's is, funny. He he he's the MC every year. He's great. And he starts off and does about twenty minutes. And it was hilarious. People don't realize how incredible he is. Oh man, he was when it comes was, to being away from the anchor. It was set. funny, and and the the show itself, I got to see it. I don't know, ten times, fifteen times in rehearsal, and I laughed every time I saw it. It was crazy. It was fun, and I was really scared. But then, the Wednesday before the actual show, they do two back to back live run throughs. And so then you get more comfortable with, because if you've never been in a theater, like I never have been backstage, 
they turn all the lights off. Mm-hmm. And that's weird. <laughs> Just to get used to all that. And then they have a certain mark where you have got to put your chair. I had to push this chair out and sit and read. I was reading this big giant storybook to these kids, trying to scare them. And thank goodness you can't see the audience because I really probably would have been scared then. I got one little glimpse of the audience on the side. But when that spotlight's on you, You'll all, see you, all you see is the spotlight. Yeah, I've been on stage a couple of times downtown, and it's uh, it's an awe, awe moment for sure. Well, good for you. I'm glad you had some fun. It was great to stretch. Okay, uh, let's talk a little gardening because I well, have 100. Hold on now. Oh, you got I, your thing to do. Yes, That's right. I do. Sorry. Just because you get one lead part as a tomato <laughs> doesn't mean you can take over the show. I was worried about paparazzi last night, actually. Really? Oh, yeah, in the <laughs> woods. <laughs> Tell him I can't take his phone call right now. All right, listen. We are going to take the 10th caller, and that person wins a gift certificate to uh, Sorgles in Clinton. Clinton. Oh, in, boy. In Wexford. You got me all messed up. Quite a morning. You got me all messed up this morning. <laughs> all right. In Wexford. We'll get to the Janoski folks in about a half hour. But anyway, 10th caller, 412-922-1020. 412-922-1020. And if you have a gardening question for Doug, it's all Doug all the time today. So anything on your mind, fall planting, looking ahead to 2023, closing out the garden, canning, whatever. We want to hear from you right now. 866-391-1020. Speaking of Janoskis, you could play a pumpkin maybe sometime. That's exactly what that uh, um, costume is. It's a pumpkin that I painted red to be nice. a, a tomato. Worked so. out. All right, so 866-391-1020. Get those gardening questions in now. All of our lines are open. If you're the 10th caller, 412-922-1020, you win that gift certificate to that incredible place out in Wexford. That is Sorgles, Mr. Doug Oster. So speaking of Sorgles, I was up that way to do a garden consult, and man, it was crazy. Everybody and his brother's there buying pumpkins and stuff, but there's plenty of parking. But uh, I forgot how busy it gets. Pretty fun uh, to see everybody up in the fields picking their pumpkins and everything. So this is the time for bargains, bulbs, and end-of-season planting. And speaking of bulbs, I have a $100, $100 gift certificate for bulbs for you from flowerbulbs.com. Flowerbulbs.com doesn't sell bulbs, but they're just like me. They want you to plant bulbs. And I was, again, I was at this garden consult in Wexford yesterday, and that's what I was, one of the things I was showing them. They had some bulbs. I had my bulb auger, uh, the power planter bulb auger, and showed them just how to plant some, where they should go, how you should do it, crocuses and alliums and uh what else did she have uh daffodils it's easy you know you just drill a hole and drop it in so we'll be talking about bulbs one thing i want to tell you about is uh my final class for uh this season anyway uh the free online gardening classes thursday five o'clock you just do it on your computer it's absolutely free farm to table western pa sponsors it it's all about putting the garden to bed. I got lots of good stuff in there, what to take out, what to leave up, and it's important to know both of those things. Absolutely free, but you need to register. Just go to DougOster.com, and we have so much fun because it is actually interactive when we do it. You can watch it later. All the classes that I've done ever for Farm to Table are available for free, uh, And but the actual the live one, we have a lot of fun. And my first trip to Italy next October is sold out, but I've got great news. There's another completely the same trip right after it, going to be in Italy. Uh, if you're interested in seeing Pisa, Florence, and the hill towns of Tuscany, it's going to be a great trip. It's priced less than any trip I've ever had to, to, 
uh, Europe. Uh, it's going to be great. That's at the website, dougoster.com. I thought last week was the last Heart of Italy tomato, but um, I found another one in the garden as I was looking around, and you know it wasn't quite ripe. Three days later, we had it yesterday in a salad. It was wonderful. Uh, real quick, uh, we go over this every time. I talked about this last week, storing your tomatoes. You know, if you didn't get a frost, like I didn't get a frost, this is amazing. This is a late season, but pick all those tomatoes off the, the vine and put them in a bag with an apple. You know, that apple produces ethylene gas and makes them ripen. And so you could have, depending what you have left, you could get to, you, tomatoes to last all the way into Thanksgiving or, or later. Uh, I'm doing a video at a place called Sankofa Community Garden, Sankofa Village in Homewood. And I had the best time yesterday. Uh, we had uh, young women there uh, that work at the garden. And it is, it's an amazing, amazing garden. And uh, part of what I'm doing with flowerbulbs.com is I'm going around to different places like that and planting bulbs. And they have a very, like a special garden there that besides all the food producing, they have a special garden for people with special needs. And that's where we were planting the bulbs. But they in the vegetable garden they had all these hot peppers and and i mean the like your big round kind of i don't know what you call it chili pepper and the 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 women the young women had never had a hot pepper like that right off the vine and they were just like maybe i should bite into this and i was saying i don't think you should do that because you don't know what you're getting into and so you know how it is if you haven't had a really super, super spicy hot pepper you don't understand how spicy it could be, and, and that's what happened. One bit one in, and and then she ran away and got water, and the other one said, oh, she's just doing it for the camera. About 10 seconds later, she got the heat too. So they gave me some of those hot peppers, and I, I uh, put them on the grill last night. It was fun, but that that was the one pepper of all the peppers I was uh, eating <laughs> yesterday. That was the one I couldn't finish. It was that hot, and I love hot stuff. Uh, I might have talked about this pepper last week, but I wanted to bring it up again because I, I picked a ton of them. It's called Habanda, and it's from this place called Baker Creek Heirloom Seeds. Uh, I love that place. It's all these old varieties. But Habanda is a habanero without the heat. So we love the the the, the habanero flavor, but you got you get the pain afterwards. But this one does not have the heat. And I've been giving the peppers to friends and such and see what they think and they think the same thing i do that, that smoky flavor without the heat is just absolutely amazing and uh without a frost there's i, I pull up my peppers but we still have another week of the season rob this is exciting all right listen if you have a question for doug get on the line call us it's gardening time and we want to hear from you all of our lines are open 866-391-1020 all right, this is what you need to do. This is that time when you really kind of reflect and look ahead. You get the seed catalogs. You settle in for the cold winter ahead. But this is that single source every single Sunday to get those questions answered in the way of gardening. And it's a rare opportunity early to call because you're pretty much going to guarantee yourself the opportunity to talk to Doug. Phones will get busy within the next couple of minutes. So right now, if you have a gardening question, I highly urge you to call 866-391-1020. Let's start off by going to South Park and saying good morning to Donna. You're on KDK with Doug Oster. Hi, Donna. Hi, good morning. Quick question. Uh, this year we planted a container garden, and we didn't get as many peppers as we typically do. And I'm wondering if maybe our soil wasn't deep enough 
So my question is about how many inches of soil do we need to get a nice crop of peppers? So how big would you say the pot was? That That's kind of the, like how deep is the pot and how, mm-hmm. what would you say? How much material does it hold? In general, I... Maybe, I yeah. Go ahead. It's pretty small. It's only maybe a foot and a half wide by three feet, three feet long. Um, so I'd, I'd like to do peppers in like about 10-gallon things. So think of a five-gallon bucket, you know. They okay. used to call them a pickle bucket. Think of it and double that. Um, okay. The other thing is is if the container's too small, were the peppers that you got, were they okay, or did they have some blossom end rot on them? Do you know? Oh, no, they, they were great. We, we had six plants in there, though, so maybe that was too many. Oh, yeah. I was thinking I was thinking one plant per container. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then feeding them also would would help. Uh, and so oh, okay. yeah, you want to give you want to give them plenty plenty of room. You can do this in containers without without a problem. It's just picking the right size container for the the right plant. And so with a you know about ten gallon pot, and those are even a little too small for me just because. Obviously, you you were watering yours because um, without that water, that's how you get the blossom end rot, and that's what we see a lot of times in the summer when a lot of plants are in one container. Mm. So give them a little bit more room. Uh, When you do those containers again next year, fix up that soil a little bit. You know, you don't you don't have to dump everything, but like the top third, add some add some new stuff there. And then I love this fertilizer, but there's a lots of different ones. But I love this fertilizer. It's called Dramatic with two M's from this company called Dram. And no one's paying me to say that. I this is what I use for my containers, and it's it's fish based, and it just makes things grow crazy. They have it uh, at Han Nursery. Call first though, because it's been in and out of uh, stock. And then Chapin's down in the South Hills in Baldwin. Uh, they both okay. they both carry that fertilizer for next year but if you if you can't get to either one of those places or you can't get that stuff online there's plenty of different liquid organic fertilizers that you mix up it's like the the bottle is like 15 bucks maybe maybe more but but that that will make you know like 50 gallons of or you know i'm exaggerating but it makes a lot of fertilizer for you to get you through the whole season but the fact that you got peppers they looked good just not as many you're on the right path just not quite as many peppers in the container, and feed them. All right? Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Next stop is Economy Borough. Here's Cheryl for Doug Oster on KDK. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. I was wondering about the tomatoes. Do you put them in lunch bags or big grocery bags, and I, how many do you put in each bag? So I put them in, in a bigger, like, grocery bag. Now it, it used to be paper. Nowadays I'm using, like, the, the plastic bags you get at, like, your grocery store. Uh, and... I'm the the trick to it is splitting them up as far as how far along they are. If they're still kind of still hard and green, those all go together and they're in one big bag with the apple. Then there's one that that have a little bit of blush on them, just a little bit of color that goes in another bag. And then ones that are pretty far along that I know I'm going to be getting a couple days, those go in another bag. And so because a lot of times when you put that one that's just about ready in with the one that's kind of hard and green that it could sometimes rot the green ones. So I just try and kind of keep them split up. Uh, and it, it works, you know. I've been doing it for a long, long time. If you really want them to last, and you had a, a place that was about 50 degrees, they would they would last a lot longer that way. I keep them at, you know, in the house at 70. 
and you know usually gets have a couple tomatoes left on Thanksgiving. Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, keep those calls coming. It's early. This is the best time to call. You're going to guarantee yourself an opportunity to talk to Doug. You may not be that way in a few minutes. Phones will get extremely busy here over the next 10 minutes. So if you have a question, I highly urge you to call now. 866-391-1020. Next stop, North Hills. Here's Tom on KDKA's Organic Gardener Show with your host, Doug Oster. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, um, a friend of mine gives me uh, butternut squash from his garden. And he uses the seeds from his butternut squash to you know, grow next year's butternut squash. And when I prepare the butternut squash, I... You know, you can bake it, but I usually boil it until it's soft so I can use it. So what I'm wondering is, do I need to get the seeds out of there before I bake it or boil it? Or boiling or baking it would not affect the seeds, and I could, you know, use them next year to grow some butternut squash. Yeah, you need to get the seeds out of there before you do anything. Uh, okay. And you you know you want a butternut squash that's mature, and I assume I assume it's mature because you're going to be eating it. It's going to be tasty. Right. And so yeah, just uh, gently with a spoon, pull those seeds out and put them on like a paper towel or something like that. Dry them out right. for a couple days, and then the trick on seed saving is they can't get wet again. Right. And so we put them and be sure that you label them <laughs> because right. that that's a mistake people always make. And so. You know, just put, I use these coin envelopes from like the business right. store. Uh, right. you, so you dry them out, put them in there, and then put them in a, a jar that is airtight, like a canning jar or a baby right. food jar or something like that. And then store them in a dark, cool place. And they'll last for a long time. Uh, you know, when we come back from the break, I'm going to talk a little bit about how to test those seeds uh, right. that, that you're storing uh, to make sure they'll germinate for you in the spring. Thanks right. for your call. Thank you. All right, listen, we got room now. We want to hear from you. Get on these lines. We're going to be right back to your phone calls after the news update with Rob Taylor, which is just a couple of minutes away. What else is on tap today? Well, we're just going to talk about gardening. I hope to talk a little bit about uh, hydrangeas. I'm wondering if you got a frost because uh, I'm some places have got a frost, some haven't, and how that worked with your garden and lots of other stuff. Take your calls. Give us a call because I want to talk to you. We're going to have some fun. How many more weeks of cutting grass? It might be done. Really? Yeah, it might be done. You know, when you do that final cut, it should be at about two inches. That, right. that might be it. All right, 866-391-1020. Room for you to call to talk to the organic gardener, Doug Oster. He is located at DougOster.com for everything that he does throughout the week as well. Back with more in a moment. All right, phones are ringing right now. Antonio's going to grab those, and we'll get some more calls on here in just a couple of moments. 866-391-1020. If you have a question for Doug, you can give it. Right now, we'll get you on the air, 866-391-1020. Also, if you are the 10th caller at 412-922-1020, you win a great gift certificate of $25 to get out to Janoski's. You know, nothing better than pumpkin land this time mm-hmm. of year. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's just an amazing event. <laughs> we were talking about it off the air. You know, gosh, how long has that been going on? For as long as I can remember. Listen, 25 years, 30 years, something like that. It's fun to go out to that big farm. You know the whole idea of Sonny, and I remember him talking about it with me in his office. We had these get-togethers multiple times every week for years. Trucks on the back 40, taking rides, you know, just talking about everything. He just really wanted young people to experience to come out and smell some fresh air and, you know, kick up some dirt and see farm living. And and for not anything else, I mean, it's got the pumpkins and all that, but just to kind of get away from the, the madness, you know? Yeah, uh, 
you and I have both been able to experience that where we could be riding in a truck through the fields and hear the stories of, of you know, these big, I remember this, Mike telling me these stories of these, as him and his brother throwing up these big bags of potatoes up into it because we were watching guys do that. And I'm like, Sonny worked them. Oh man, I'm telling you. I'd have never survived a day. Oh, I couldn't survive an hour. I'm not kidding you. They get up early. They work hard all day long and you have to worry about the weather. Oh. Listen, Mike, one time when they were building the restaurant, fell through the roof, broke, oh. broke his arm, Oh man! showed up the next day and just started painting. I mean, that's just, that's just, that's, that's who they are, man. And they're Steve and Tom, exact same way, man. They just carry on that tradition. All right. Again, number to talk to Doug, 866-391-1020. Here is uh, Eileen in Ford City on KDK. Hi, Eileen. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Somebody gave me some pawpaws. And when I opened them up, there were these large seeds in it. Now, my neighbor wants to know if she can start a, a tree from these seeds that are in this pawpaw. Yes, yes, but it's it's not easy. So let me t- talk you through it. First off, what'd you think of the pawpaw? I loved it. It was so good. The and taste- so we want to keep the, the seeds moist. That's the trick. Uh, and so inst- the, most seeds we want to dry out, but when these come out of the pawpaw, we, we put them right into a like a Ziploc bag with a a, a, a moist paper towel, just okay. so they don't dry out. And here's the thing. You you plant them this time of the year in like what we call a nursery bed and mark it so you know they're there because sometimes it can take two years for that seed to sprout. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, maybe you'll be lucky it'll sprout next spring for you. The thing about a pawpaw, they're hard to move, okay? So you want them in good soil, and you, they're easier to move when, as the smaller the plant is. So if, if it does sprout in the spring, again, we let it go all the way until fall, until it's dormant again, like right now, and that's when we move them, when they're in that dormant stage or the next spring before they uh, leaf out. And so it's a little tricky. All I'm saying is it's just a little tricky, that's all. But there's give it a try. You can start your pawpaw from seed, but you're going to get pawpaws a lot quicker if you find a pawpaw tree this time of the year. Do they, uh, does it take a while for them to mature? Yeah, that's the other thing, too. You know, I've talked to people that have waited as long as seven years to get a pawpaw. It could be as early as three years. And so that's why I've started them from seed, and I've had some fun with it. And I, you know, I try and, I'm just, to tell you the truth, I've been too busy to move the trees. I want to, I want other people to have pawpaw trees. Uh, And I, I haven't had the best success in moving them. I would say that I would dig six out you know to get two to live uh so just because of that long tap root um another thing could you start them in a big pot and then move them once that would be a great idea but they need that cold treatment over the winter to to make it make them germinate that's why they have to be outside they could be outside in a container would be fine all right i thank you they are really good, and anybody that has one of those trees should appreciate them. Well, you know, I want to tell you a quick story because uh, I was with some people Friday, and they have a pawpaw tree when they lost most of their pawpaws to the, like a raccoon or a, uh, a groundhog, who knows what ate them. But uh, the guy who who owns the, the tree wasn't sure if he liked them, so... 
not everybody does love the the pawpaw. That's why you got to taste it first. I think banana mango, but everybody has your own. You, you know, you have your own taste buds, and uh, and then some people react badly too, like a wild food like that, where it it uh, causes you know stomach issues. I love them. I love mm-hmm. them cold, and and it's just creamy, and it's the, one of the last seasonal treats left. Well, thanks thanks very much for your call. Okay, thank you very much, Doug. All right, you love answering these questions, don't you? You know, I was talking about this. I I did a botanic walk and talk at the uh, Pittsburgh Botanic Garden, which, by the way, I just want to throw something out here. Next month, go to figure out, you know, what the Pittsburgh Botanic Garden is and where it's at. It's out in near Settlers Cabin, so kind of by IKEA. They have this really cool winter light show happening. But anyway, I was I was. that's going to be in November, at the end of November. I was at, uh, and I'm going to have the, the executive director on here uh, the week before it, it opens so we can talk about it. But I was telling, you know, we were sitting around. We have this botanic walk and talk. And then actually served, I, I made this uh, Garlic Lovers uh, seafood chowder that I love making. And I wanted, our one of the, the focuses was uh, garlic was one of the plants we were focusing on, so that's why you know I was serving that. But I was telling everybody just yeah how much I love the helping part, you know, helping people garden, and that's what they do at the Pittsburgh Botanic Garden, and so that's what I do. I I really do enjoy it, and I answer all my questions online. Uh, if you don't get an answer, that means I didn't see your question and it got blocked or something happened. But don't feel uh, afraid to send it again. You know, I answer all my questions. I had one this morning where uh, somebody said, what is this thing? It's like styrofoam on my asparagus. It was a praying mantis egg sac. All right, we got a call this out of Kay on KDKA. Hi, Kay. Thanks a lot. Go ahead, please. Hi, I have a question for Doug. What was the white flower that the queen had on her casket at her funeral? I know it's not your subject today, but could you please answer that for me? I'm going to have to look it up because I didn't. I don't remember. Uh, when, we go to, when I get to the break, uh, I'll I'll look it up. I'll look what the picture looks like, and then I'll 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 figure it out. Okay. Why did he have? Why did she have white roses and red roses? I was wondering. Oh boy, you're asking the wrong guy. I can tell you if it is a rose or not a rose, but I don't know uh, why why they why they're using what they're using. It was a big white flower, and I don't know what it was. Well, I'm going as soon as we go to the the break. I'm going to take a look, and then I'll I'll answer that, and we'll great. we'll see what it, what that big white flower is if I can figure it out. Thanks a lot for your program. It's great. Oh, Thanks. thank you. So, what happens if you can't figure it out? We're in trouble. Yeah, I know. You can figure. I'll it out. I'll have to send it to my friends at Phipps and maybe the Pittsburgh Botanic Garden. Some expert will figure it out. I, in fact, I was taking pictures at the Botanic Garden. And there was something plant I didn't recognize, and I just posted it on Facebook, and uh, it was actually uh, Sandy Feather from the Penn State Cooperative Extension. Uh, I'm not sure if she's still writing, but for years and years and years wrote for the Post-Gazette. Uh, great stuff, you know. She is like the re- you know, somebody like that is like the real expert. They know all the Latin names and what every plant is. I know most of the plants, and rarely do I know the Latin names. <laughs> well, listen, all I know is you do a good job, young man. We will take a break. We'll come back. And what's coming up on the other side? Garlic, garlic, garlic. A reminder to plant garlic. All right. If you have a question for Doug, we've got room for you. Always got room for you. 866 391 1020. 
Garlic, oh, sweet garlic. You know, Sunday was always a sauce day in my household growing up, and it's never been since, like, the summer of 1969. I miss it. But garlic was always a key ingredient with any pot of sauce. Let me tell you about my uh, garlic seafood chowder. All it is is I get the garlic that's already peeled, you know, and I'll take probably 25 to 50 cloves, throw it into a food processor, then put it in the pot with some stock. Uh, I'm cutting up some potatoes, roasting them, doing some salmon at the same time, like on a, a different shelf there, throwing a little corn, no recipe, and then also about 25 to 50 cloves <laughs> roasted because the roasting sweets, sweetens it up. And it, I just put it in a pot and let it cook for a day and... And that's all there is to it. But this is garlic planting time. You know, I'm, I talk about it all the time. Find good garlic, you know. Go to a, a, your local nursery. I, I'm always talking about Janoski's garlic. They have great garlic. Um, get the right kind of garlic. And you're planting now, and it's taking uh, that bed up through July. That's the main thing you need to, to know. All right, let's go to Agnes in the North Hills on KDK. Hi, Agnes. Hi, good morning. Um I just wanted to ask Doug, uh, last week I thought he said that one could get a tree cut down at no cost. Okay, what, what that was is that I can get you an arborist to come take a look at the tree at no cost, but then he's going to tell you how much it's going to cost to cut that tree down, if it needs to be cut down. So that's what, they'll come and inspect your... Uh, uh, landscapes tell you what's going on uh, if you need work done so that's the free part and if, if you want the number I, I've, I've got it right here okay I'll take the number the reason why I uh, we question is it causes havoc for everybody in the neighborhood because it's so huge and there's leaves everywhere yeah uh, well give them a call see if they can come on take a look and see what needs to be done with that uh, the Dave, what, Davey number is 855. Wait just a minute, please. Um, 855-982-982-982. Thank and, you very much. Uh, okay, thank you. Bye. Just she didn't were, get the number. It's I okay. know. Eight five five nine eight two tree. <laughs> I know. That's okay. That's sweet. Listen, they love you. They love you. All right. So real quick, uh, we I wanted to talk about this. If you do, if you're a seed saver, and if you bought seeds and you're you're storing them and uh, you know have them in a jar wherever it is, and you want to test them before you plant them, it's real easy. All you do is put the seeds into a, a moist paper towel. Put that moist paper towel into a Ziploc bag, and then wait seven to ten days. Put it somewhere warm, like top of the fridge or something, and see what percentage sprouts. That's how you know if your seeds are still good. We were talking earlier about saving seeds from a butternut squash, and we can only save seeds from a type of plant we call it's uh, not a hybrid, open pollinated, non-hybrid. It, it, whenever you grow anything, if it's a hybrid, it will say on there on the tag or on the name of the plant. If you save seeds from a hybrid, like if like most peppers nowadays in like the store are from a hybrid, if you save that seed, it won't be the same thing. It reverts to one of the parents that was used to build that hybrid or it could be sterile. So 
There's lots of, like that butternut squash. There are hybrid versions of squash, but since this guy has been saving from his open-pollinated variety for all these years, we know it's, it's, it, it will give you the same thing every year, and that's what we want. You know, when you think about this time of year, many people think, especially those who have been a first-time gardener, they just don't want to stop. They're really getting into it. They think, oh, what am I going to do? There's really a lot to do over the next couple of months. Well, like I said, you know, you look at the bargains. Oh, you know, I'm so cheap. I love this time of the year. You heard Randy Sorgel talk about how cheap those perennials are right now. And, yes, this is the prime time to, to plant things like trees shrubs, as I talked about, garlic, and and my beloved bulbs. You know, there's so much on sale right now. Go to the nursery, poke around pansies. You know, if you did get a frost and the annuals are gone, uh, you can throw pansies in right now into containers and they will go at least to Christmas. And so that's what, that's what we want. You want color. Uh, flowering kale. Flowering kale is, is, is this beautiful plant that you put in now. And I have them now. I, I have the same plants that I planted last year at this time. They wintered over and they're still there. And so uh, just get to the nursery. Keep planting. I'm still planting vegetables, uh, radish, radishes, the plants, uh, onions in plants, uh, arugula, things like that. You know, you can go to your nursery and find a flat. When I did this garden consult yesterday in Wexford, uh, they have these beautiful raised beds, just, you know, but all, now all the peppers and, and tomatoes have come out. It, it's time to use that space for the winter, you know, and, and with a little protection. Uh, one of the things that I'm always telling people, you can go to the hardware store and get the thickest uh, drop cloth you can. That's three mil. And, it, and if you support it over some of these cool weather plants when it gets really, really cold in another month, it makes it like a greenhouse. Do what you do, sir. Take us home. All right. Uh, go to uh, DougOster.com. We're going to be answering questions there. You could win a $100 gift certificate uh, uh, if you just send me an email saying, I want to win the bulb c- certificate. And remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. There he goes, Doug Oster. He'll be back with you next week. But throughout the week, 365 days a year, everything that is Doug, go to DougOster.com. Pizza. Did someone say Pizza coming up next on the Coons Cooking Hour. Joe and Frank Dentisi after Rob Taylor checks the news coming up in minutes at 8 a.m. Rob Pratt Sunday, KDKA Radio. Good morning. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.